Thank you for joining us on this episode of Advanced Southwest Iowa LaunchCast. I'm Todd Studer, joined today by Nikki Ferguson, Manager of Entrepreneurial Development at Advanced Southwest Iowa Corporation, and also a special guest today, Doreen Blakely of Matriarch Distillery and Council Bluffs. Thank you both for joining us. Nikki, once again, we start with you, and let's just jump right into uh, about uh, Doreen, and we're going to learn all about what it is that she does, but how did the two of you get connected? Well, actually, I had met Doreen for coffee, um, oh my gosh, 2019, maybe, 18, 19, I mean, it's been a long time ago, and it was just for a normal business retention visit, which are kind of our, our checkups, you know, how are things going, what are your hot issues or, or the, the problem points, your pain points that you're facing that we just kind of do in general. And kind of like talking to you, Todd, Doreen said, I've got a little something else I might do. And aside from the business that she had at that time, which I'll let her talk about. Um, and she told me about this brilliant distillery idea and becoming a female distillery business really and opening up, a starting to make rum. And I think at that time, it may have been still on the fence of what exactly the liquor was going to be or the beverage that they'd be distilling. And here we were, I mean, less than, it seems like it went really fast. I know there were a lot of weird things that come up along the way when it comes to getting an alcohol based company up and running that maybe a normal company wouldn't have faced as far as labeling and just crazy things, shapes of bottles. Um, But otherwise she brought this from, this is my idea to complete fruition and a successful, very delicious company. In hindsight, it seemed like it went really quick and and she's just an amazing person. I just love her. So. Well, let's find out more about that, Doreen Blakely of Matriarch Distillery and Council Bluffs. All right, Doreen, let's start from the beginning of the concept. You have an idea where was your mind at that point as you wanted to move forward to create this business? Well, as Nikki mentioned, I was a previous executive recruiter. I've had a firm for the last 20 some odd years, and uh, it wasn't going to give me the opportunity to leave a legacy for my children. And so I've been constantly looking at different things, different avenues. What could I do? And um, after divorce, we were dating and my partner came home one day and said, let's just make it. So, you know, we'd go up to the bar and we'd have a beverage and we're like, oh, tell me that, tell me that learning all about bourbons and whiskey. Cause that's where it all started. And then he came home one day and he said, we should just do it ourselves. And what he didn't realize at the time is I'm an entrepreneur at heart and it was a great idea. And I knew I could leave it as a legacy for my children. So I was off to the races and he's like, slow down girlfriend. And I was like, no, this is a great idea and uh, had no understanding of the industry from, and I'm not a science geek. And I'm, I I mean, I'm just a normal person that just loves to dig in and ask questions. And when I was posed with the opportunity to create the business, I said, the hardest thing we're going to do is come up with a brand, you know, where, where does the name come from and URLs and methods behind all that. And I was on a phone call with my kids and he said, why don't we just call it matriarch? He said, cause you're the matriarch of your family. I was like, well, that's really cool. I'm, I'm sure it's already used by now. And fortunately it wasn't. So that started it all. Why rum? You were talking about bourbon and whiskey. Why did you go with rum? You know, the more more research we did in the industry, because Iowa is a control state, and we're in Iowa, Nebraska is a distribution state. So learning the difference of how you get the, you know, the product out to the market, I had to ask everyone in Iowa, anybody that would tell me their story, to have me 
learn their story. And one company said, we're currently closed right now. And I said, okay, so when you open back up, let me know. I'd love to hear your story. And we've been learning that there was so much bourbon and whiskey and so much similarity in the products that we didn't really feel that we could differentiate ourselves to the point that the final firm that I talked to, they said, well, we've decided not to open again. And I was like, oh, okay. So in true entrepreneurial style, I was like, what are you doing with your equipment? Because we hadn't gotten it by then. And they're like, well, I, I guess we'll sell it. I said, great, let's come look at it. And when we got there, I noticed it was different than all the other equipment we'd been looking for. And I said, that won't make bourbon or whiskey. And he goes, no, because we're a we're rum brand. And I was like, rum? I don't know anything about rum. I mean, I knew even less about rum than bourbon or whiskey. And I said, you know, I don't know if this will work. Cause, I mean, I literally don't know anything about it. And he was so kind that he said, you know, you guys are good peeps. And if you want to, you want to buy the equipment, I'll add in my consulting and I will teach you everything you need to know. So God is always on my shoulder and uh, very blessed. And he literally said, you know, when you get your, your area set up, I'll come down and I'll set up the equipment for you. I'll teach you how to make it. Um, he helped me with my federal license to the point that, you know, they ask crazy questions and I'm like, have no idea what the answer is. And he just would always come through for me and give me the answer. And then before we knew it, I mean, it definitely uh, shortened our learning curve by having his assistance. And since then, we've been tweaking and doing things a little bit our own way. But um, yeah, that's why it turned out to be wrong. I'm very curious. What was the first batch like that came out? Fantastic. It's because it was his. <laughs> right? I mean, how can you really screw it up when somebody goes, no, this is basic, you know, now, uh, I'll stand corrected is that with his system, we were not getting the alcohol content on our fermentation down as much as we are now. So that's where some of the science comes into play as to handling the yeast and how long the you know yeast needs to be able to convert the sugar to alcohol and the temperatures that go into it. So we were at much higher or we weren't exhausting the sugar as much as we could have at the time. So basically it was costing us more than it is now to convert the sugar because we've got a better handle on keeping the barrels warm and knowing when to uh, give nutrients to the yeast. So we're getting better yields now than when we first started. So now you have a product, but it's just sitting in a room until you find some clients and some customers. How did that process work? You know, luckily for me, my partner is also a salesperson. So his full-time job is selling corrugated boxes. And I said, of this arrangement, I will go ahead and do full operations, handling all the business associated with it, but you've got to get out there and make things happen, which is a natural process for him to do. So it's, it's been convenient. Unfortunately, we had some mishaps last fall where he needed a hip replaced and a knee replaced. So it slowed down what we were capable of doing at probably a really critical time, unfortunately. But doesn't mean that we're not going to bounce back now that he's fully recovered and spring has sprung. The only thing holding us right back, back right now is we don't have an ADA compliant bathroom. So we don't have an official tasting room. So until we're able to move the location where we can have an ADA compliant bathroom to bring people to us 
we understand that there's going to be um, a disadvantage in that, but it's something that's necessary and, you know, we just got to live through it. So at this point, where are you at with selling retail versus just selling to, say, bars or bar and grills or places like that? The challenges we have in Iowa is, it, as I mentioned before, it's a control state. So all of our product has to go to Ankeny, Iowa, to a massive warehouse for the state to hold and distribute as they see fit. So the challenge then becomes getting in front of customers, clients, letting them not only know about who we are, but them, them having to order it through the alcohol beverage division in Iowa. Uh, the other challenge we have in Nebraska, we're currently distributing in Nebraska as well. We're challenged with finding a good distributor that will actually work on our behalf um, because, you know, they've got all the big brands. We're just the mom and pop across the river. Uh, so that's been a struggle. But we find, you know, of course, we're out there doing tastings. I mean, we were just actually in uh, Nebraska at Wall to Wall in Papillion, which was a fantastic event. Uh, we end up going to a lot of high V's, local bars, restaurants, wherever they'll have us meetings. A lot of uh, groups are getting together and there's like, hey, can you do a kind of a tasting for us? And so I go to them and I explain the product and they never knew anything about us. And they get out there. And unfortunately, the downside to rum is it's got a bad reputation. And I will condone that because um, I was never a rum drinker because I don't like that funky, Jamaican, syrupy, sugary, what everybody knows is rum. So our, our biggest challenge is converting that misunderstanding from Jamaican rum to what I consider American rum. We have a unique process where we uh, double distill, where a lot of Jamaicans, Jamaican rums don't double distill. So it's the first run, it's a little rough, little syrupy where we end up the second run distills it more like at a proof close to a vodka so it get rid of that ethanol flavor associated with it and just a sweet finish at the end how did you come up with the different products that you have now what's the process of deciding what products that you're going to have creativity which i'm not really good at but um we actually had some bartenders come from Council Bluffs and Omaha, when we originally had just started to say, does it taste right? I mean, we're not rum experts by any means. So we're like, does it taste right? What's the proof need to be? Where are we at? And through that um, process, we had been, we had thrown some of our product in a used bourbon barrel and I was giving it to them as a gift. And they said, where has this been? We, we want this. And I was like, well, that's a mistake. So I looked at my partner, I said, we're going to be aging and use bourbon barrels. Yay, that's our next product. So that was the next step as we went out and created our Amber. And Amber, we just, we had done one competition last year because we had most of our products on the market. And Amber won best in category in the competition. And it was mentioned in Forbes magazine as being all that and then some. So we're very proud of the Amber. And uh, so I was looking for a flavor, what's fun. And my son, we we're coming up with, a, we, we actually partnered with a flavoring company. And he said, mom, I'd love to have some salted caramel. All right, let's work on salted caramel. Um, so that's where salted caramel came from. And I wanted more, I'm not, 
Nikki is my favorite fan of coconut. I don't have it on the market um, because I think coconut, everybody's got it. Someday I will have it on the market just for Nikki and all those coconut fans. I will get that out there for her. But strawberry lemonade came to came to fruition. We had tried all these different flavors and strawberry lemonade struck my palate most, especially for a summary and it's great in a strawberry mojito. Uh, it's a very simple beverage to put together. Now I'm, now I'm growing my own mint so I can have it whenever I want. Um, and now for the new product I'm looking at, I, I fell in love with cherry, cherry blossom. It goes down with, it goes down really easy. So um, now I'm working on that. And from the get-go, we had wanted to come up with something closer to a bourbon whiskey for those individuals. So we're trying to reach every aspect of the market as their flavor palettes are different. And so we took some of our product, we actually changed the recipe. We're using Colombian sugar in that, and we bought brand new barrels, brand new American oak barrels. And we have been aging for the last two years, our private stock. So we're working on labels right now for the private reserve, but it's gonna only be a limited edition because we've only got 24 barrels, 15 gallon barrels aging right now. So when they're done, they're done until the next potential resurrection is, happens. All of this is very intriguing. How can people find you? Where is your product located or where are you at online? Unfortunately, I haven't figured out the buy online concept. I haven't found a marketing company that will work for me any better than our local market. So I highly recommend this is the best thing that will help us anywhere people buy their beverages, either be a bar, restaurant, ask for Matriarch. And if it's been asked for, they're likely going to bring it in. But if they want to get it right off the shelf right now, I-80 um, off the interstate has all the flavors and the high V on Madison has the silver. So for right now, I know the last time I talked to anybody, they've got everything that they're possibly going to need. Granted, when I've got a ADA compliant bathroom, we'll be open and have everything as well. I'm looking forward to that. That sounds very exciting to have a facility like that. And... It, it's just something that adds to different areas. You, I, I know of up in Northwest Iowa, there's a distillery that people just love to go to or in different smaller communities. And so, uh, and we have certain places like that, but adding something with what it is that you have is going to be a huge, huge addition to this area. And I'm, and I know that it's going to be a big success for you. So go find the space already. We want to be able to have a tasting room. I actually have the space. I got the land um, and I'm working on the dirt work right now as we speak and everything is just slow to happen. Uh, and I'm learning great patience in this process. So as soon as I get a culvert in, I can get a building site and then we can be off to the races. So everything's in the works to have it. It's going to be on a private site um, where people can come enjoy being out in the country, I, I don't want to have the commercial space in town. I want them to be able to come, relax, enjoy, have a band out there. I've been crazy enough to talk about glamping in the past. Who knows what phase that is in right now, but working on honeybees, raising honeybees. So honeybees will be moved out there and eventually mead will be on a select. It'll probably only be sold at the distillery. It won't be something that's marketed just because of the unique process mead has to be made by. 
She is Doreen Blakely, and she owns Matriarch Distillery in Council Bluffs. Doreen, congratulations on all of the progress you've made so far. And also, your dreams and your aspirations and all of your planning and what is going to happen, it's inspirational to everyone else, including myself. So thank you for that, and let's stay in touch, and we'll get people updated as the tasting room and everything that goes along with it starts to come into fruition. Well, thank you for having me. Once again, Nikki Ferguson, Doreen Blakely, thank you very much for your time today. And uh, as I mentioned before, look forward to talking with you again. Sounds great. Thanks, guys. Thank you both.